Welcome. This is ActiveSpirituality.life. It is a weekly forecast program with astrology and a guided meditation activation to help you make the most of your week. It's run by Pamela Cuchinell, that's me, the astrologer, and Susie Mazzoli, Master Healer. We invite you to find out more about our individual work, Susie Mazzoli, susiemazzoli-healer.com, or insightoasis.com for astrology. You can also find both of us at activespirituality.life, and we look forward to your joining us every week. Please share with your friends. Here we go. Welcome, welcome. I believe there's a new moon. Today is July the 17th. Pam's going to let us know all about this week, week 29 of 2023. And we are activespirituality.life. Pamela Cuccinell and Susie Mazzoli here every week for you. Um, so please consider making a donation so that we can keep this going for free for everyone, everywhere, all the time. We've been doing it for years. Please support us. And let's hear all about this week. And I'll be back for our meditation. The 17th of July has the new moon in Cancer. And this is, well, the new moon in Cancer is special. And it's special because the moon is related to the sign of cancer. So when we have the new moon in the sign that it is most related to, its natural placement, then there's a restoration energy. Those of you who listened to last week's recording, I talked about using this past weekend as a time of reconnection and restoring because when we're in that dark of moon juice we want to position ourselves to invite in all the potential of a new moon so we still are in that dark of moon in the early hours of monday eastern time and you can adjust the time zone, but the times I give on the recording are Eastern time. What's going on is that the new moon is exact at 2.32 p.m. So as of around 2 o'clock on this day, we are in the total juice of that lovely new moon energy. Now, this new moon particularly in 2023 of the Cancer New Moon, is pushing the envelope of transformation. And when you think about it, and I, I know this as a personal experience, but anyone who's been a mother or has contemplated being a mother, the reality of becoming a mother as soon as that baby is born is that life as the mother knew prior to the birth of her child is never going to be the same. It's a birth and it's a death because that woman who was independent and 
functional in whatever way she was. Once she gives birth to a child, whether she takes responsibility and and lives with a child or not, she is altered. And whether the child lives or not, the mother is altered. It's a fact. It's a biological fact, but it's also... It's a spiritual, emotional, and psychological. When we are experiencing the new moon in cancer, we are ramped up with creative transformational energy, goddess energy, Gaia, the creation of whatever it is we dream and want to bring into being. Because of the position of Pluto in the sky at this point in time at late degree Capricorn, that moon is in a dance of ultimate transformation as well. So whether you're experiencing it on this day or over the next few weeks, it seems to open up more. Each one of us alive on the planet at this point in time is in the larger picture of all the transformations that are happening around the globe. So the more consciously we're doing that, the more effective the transformation will be in ways of growth, absolute growth. So as of about 2 o'clock, then the moon, new moon is exact, 2.32 p.m. until about 3 o'clock. This is a ramped up energy to like push out what it is you want to create and make happen. And you don't have to have been a mother. You don't have to be a woman. You, you, you don't have to be remotely interested in bearing a child. But think about it metaphorically. What is it that's in the core of your being that is something you want to push out in the world that holds the legacy of the promise of your existence. <laughs> I know that sounds very big, but, and, and we pass through so quickly in our lives. I mean, it can seem like our lives are long, but we're, we're just, we're very quickly here in the whole existence of the universe. And yet our effect on it can reverberate long after no one even remembers who we were because each one of us is creating tomorrow. So I think this is a wonderful day. You know, ideally you can do it in that two to three o'clock time. But if you can't, you know, set it up in the morning so that you can at least mark it in your mind throughout whatever you may be doing in that day at this point in time. But set up intention. What is it 
what is it you want to give birth to over the next couple of weeks? What is it? Do you even know? And you may not, and that's okay. But does it excite you or interest you that there might be something that you alone can create and make happen? And if you don't know what it is, just invite in the possibility that you're ready, you're eager, you're curious, and you're willing to be one of the architects of our tomorrow. The moon travels through the sign of cancer. It completes the arc of this new moon energy at 11.06 p.m. when the moon goes void, of course, and that's when it is in direct opposition with Pluto. So you may be sleeping. It may be an evening where you're processing things. It may be a very chill evening. Invariably, for those of us who have Cancer, Capricorn, Aries, Libra in our horoscope, or perhaps through another timing piece, this can be a time of more contemplation, revelation, processing. It can be profound. So be gentle with yourself on this day. Be gentle with yourself and ease out whatever it is that you are willing to witness as coming in new and unexpected and not totally in your control. Because that's the other thing the new mother learns very quickly, (laughs) that the child, the baby, is not something she can necessarily control. And that's the beauty of inviting in the unknown creation. So on Tuesday, the moon is in the sign of Leo as of 12.39 a.m. And once it's in the sign of Leo, we are clocking away with very creative, active new moon energy. I mean, the fertile juice of this particular new moon, especially for those who of us who are up for transformation and change is just booking. It's it's like we can make it happen. This can be a very creative week. On Tuesday, I think one of the biggest challenges is to, again, prioritize, figure out what it is that you want to do, launch, get in motion, intention, wish uh, on this day and certainly the next on Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday the 19th, uh, once again, a highly productive, creative day. You can get a bit derailed in the evening. Something can come in that's unexpected or brings in a new idea. Um, It doesn't have to be something you necessarily utilize, but it may be something that changes the landscape somewhat. Not a bad thing, just something to be aware of. And on Thursday the 20th, one of the things that's happening is that the 
moon goes void, of course, at 10.08 a.m. And so this morning is really a wonderful morning to get things done, drift and dream. Uh, If you're, okay, I know it sounds like a, a... a paradox, get things done, drift and dream. What, what's Pamela talking about? This is what I'm talking about. I'm, I'm saying that you can really do wonderful flow it, it, for early risers, people who are awake, alert, making things happen. If you're not awake, alert, making things happen, you can still have a highly productive time. Meditation can be highly productive. Deep dreaming can be highly productive. What gives us the the thing that we have not yet dreamed into existence. And so to me, this looks like a very delicious morning for all of that. When the moon is void, of course, at 10.08 a.m., it doesn't enter Virgo until 1.13 p.m., so I would not like have a, a heavy agenda when the moon is void, of course. I would be, uh, I will be uh, following through with things already in motion, do things that I've already got um, through process, or just play. Play would be wonderful. I hope I can play. That would be a wonderful day for that as well. And just sketch, dream, dance, whatever gives you that sense of creative exploration and curiosity. When the moon enters Virgo at 1.13 p.m., once again, we're in high productivity using that waxing moon cycle for making happen the thing that we have in mind. Now, the thing about Thursday is that we can, back to the word confront, which I use periodically, and it doesn't, it's not necessarily a bad word, but we we basically face, confront, look at, something that we have to deal with, address, modify, do differently than we had necessarily planned. So as we get this set up, it's, it, we are better poised for um, high productivity when we get to Friday and Saturday. So what I'm saying, um, just to give examples, is let's say... Um, you were relying on a partner to do certain things and or you signed up for certain responsibilities or obligations that you realize are really going to be tough for you to fulfill. Whatever that piece is, it's valuable to understand it, look at it and not let it overwhelm you by the things that just are not going to happen in the way you wanted it to. So an example would be, oh, you volunteered to help with something or other, and you realize that you're overscheduled and there's no way you're going to be able to follow through or do what you had volunteered to do. 
the proactive thing is to get someone else to step in and do it, not notify whomever and say, gee, I really can't, I'm sorry, to, <laughs> to see if you can get someone to follow through with that or to push back the obligation if that's possible. But the confrontational piece comes in with acknowledging early on before it gets to be troublesome that something is not going to be doable as originally thought. Or maybe it's not you. Maybe it's somebody you were relying on who's not coming through. Instead of waiting for that person to do it, get somebody who can so the rest of the day is pretty much like that. Just it, as we're proactive, as we're studying something, seeing how is the way it's going to actually work, then we set up a very graceful Friday, Saturday, where we're able to make things happen that we want to accomplish. Venus goes retrograde on Saturday the 22nd. So when Venus is retrograde, it goes retrograde at 9.33 p.m. And when it's retrograde, we have a few weeks where, and we, we've been feeling this prior to the exact station retrograde. The ones who would feel it most acutely are people with strong Venus placement, uh, Libras, Libras and Taurus people. When Venus is retrograde, that's not necessarily a bad thing. But one of the things that happens is, is oftentimes money is not flowing as easily as it was before. Um, the other thing that might happen is that we become more reticent about investing in things that have to do with beauty or um, buying tickets to cultural events. It doesn't mean people don't do it, but there, there can be a hesitation or not really wanting to like commit. And I, the, the most important thing over this period of time with the Venus retrograde is do not start a new business. Don't get a DBA, LLC. Um, don't, unless your business is antiques or selling uh, used valuable objects. Um, otherwise, you're much better off um, waiting until Venus is direct. So the moon goes void, of course, at 12.06 a.m. on Sunday, the 23rd. So Friday and Saturday were those productive days, ideally. Very good for anything therapeutic as well. And the moon enters Libra at 1.54 a.m. on Sunday. So this day, Moon and Libra, Chiron is also going retrograde. It goes retrograde at 8.42 a.m. And Chiron retrograde is 
the best thing to do when the Chiron is retrograde is go deeper into understanding whatever wounds or or old stories, habits may be holding you back. And it isn't necessarily in your face, depending on your personal horoscope, but that is a lot of what gets processed with Chiron retrograde. And overall, I would say Sunday would be a great day to do something that allows you a sense of community. Again, with Venus retrograde, it may be a little challenging. Certain friends may not be available. What you wanted to do is sold out. You know, there's all different things that can come up. But overall, I would just say, let this be a day where you're uh, you you talk out ideas with other people because it can give you information that can be helpful in the long run. Not always easy, but it is a it's a good time to gain information and research things that will come be valuable to you going forward. And now I turn it over to Susie. Thank you, thank you. Pam, Chiron is retrograde for how long? A long time? Uh, yes, uh, a bit of time. Until the end of December. Yes. Okay. Chiron is good for us, right? <laughs> well, we all have Chiron in our horoscopes. Um, the when you say it's good for us, Chiron is often prominent in the horoscopes of healers and artists, because artists, of course, are healers. And when I say artists, I mean musicians, painters, anyone who right. works in the arts in a way that brings something to community that's healing. Um, so not the ego placement of the arts, but one that the, the push is to deliver messages that are healing, whether consciously or unconscious. Okay, and so in order to do that, we have to work through deep wounds. So let's look at healing. Right. Yes. Wounds and healing. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. So invite everyone. Let's do some healing. <laughs> Let's do some wound healing. Okay. Just find yourself in a place of peace, a place of quiet, a place of stillness. And as we just settle in, let's do a little scan of ourselves. And we can do a physical scan. Oh, that's where I bumped my head yesterday. That's where I broke my arm when I was eight years old. That's where I had a knee operation. That's where I had my appendix out. La, la, la. We can go through our body and see that most of us have a little wear and tear. We've all had a couple of injuries maybe or some surgeries or some thises and thats. And... Most of the time, our body beautifully heals up. Sometimes it might leave a little alteration. It might have a scar. We might be missing a body part. 
but let's just do that scan and do it with awareness. So this is my body and this is what has happened to me in the past. And every morning when we wake up, we might remember or not remember all of those things that have happened to our body. Somewhere they are imprinted on us. And just notice how you feel about all of those things in your past. The past being 10 minutes ago, the past being 10 years ago, the past being even when you were inside your mother's womb. And as you scan, do it with neutrality. Don't bring up the stories. Don't bring up the emotions. Don't relive the traumas. Just looking at the body, looking at the wounds. Making a checklist, so to speak. You might find that you've had more things, more pain, more injuries on the lower part of your body or the upper part of your body or more on the left or more on the right. You might find that you've had some sort of diseases or you're in the middle of some disease process that's affecting a certain system in your body, your nervous system, your digestive system, your muscular system. So just as we're scanning, this is a scan of recognition and validation. How important is it for us to be validated and to validate what's going on? Just validate now for that body, that exquisite, beautiful body. Provide some validation, some understanding some concern, really. And as you finish your checklist, let's just say thank you. Thank you, body, exquisite body, divine body, for being my home, my house my experience in this three dimension. Seems a bit weird thanking ourselves, but I don't know, sometimes it's just important, I think, to just say thank you to this three dimensional system, which is absolutely amazing how it works just checking in. Most of us are running around all of the time and not really aware of what it is, what is that vehicle that we're moving in. So this is just a meditation of awareness on that level now. Awareness and thanking. And then let's go now to a deeper level Let's go to what we'll call now the blueprint level. So that is your body 
the energy of your body, the instructions of your body from the very get-go. And let's see that blueprint as being vitally healthy. So there's no inherited stuff. There's no stuff that's happened to you before that you're carrying. It's just absolute pure perfection human body blueprint where everything works really well, where everything is highly functioning, where there are no problems, where there are no defects, where there is no pain, no disease. And just visualize for yourself, like a, a set of architecture prints, blueprints, visualize those blueprints as the deepest level of your being. At the deepest level, these are the instructions, the instructions inside you that make you. The DNA, the DNA level on a very, very deep energetic level. And now visualize that that instructional code, that manual is now also recalibrating and sending all the information to all your body. We are healing all of the wounds. We're healing all of the wounds on the physical level now by literally resetting us back, like a reset back to the factory default setting of divine creation of your of your exquisite healthy body and as we do this now to the physical body we're doing it also to the emotional body to the mental body to the spiritual body on this very deep etheric level we're doing it now so that everything is now being reset and reorganized to its most healthiest vital level. Everything is being healed, all of the wounds, all of the trauma, but it's being healed not by healing it, but by basically resetting to that original channel of vital health. And within a miraculous second, we are sitting here in our meditation within this exquisite field of our healthy body, our healthy mind, our healthy emotions. And we can do this every day. Every day as we awaken, every day as we're going to sleep, we can do this meditation to reset ourselves, to reset ourselves because the mind is in charge. The mind is completely in charge of who we are, of what we are. And we can really create this healthy environment within ourselves through our own work from within, 
through our intention, through our being. Feeling this blueprint of vital health, we gently open our eyes, taking a breath, recognizing this golden opportunity to be in vital health. And as we take another deeper breath, feeling that through every single pore of our being. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Thank you so much, Pam, and we will see you all next week in your vitally healthy bodies. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Love now. You have been listening to Susie Mazzoli and Pamela Cuccinell of activespirituality.life. If you've enjoyed this program, consider a donation. You can find the link for that, activespirituality.life. Regardless, we look forward to having you join us again for next week's podcast. Please share and have a great week.